not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I throw up. I can't show it all the football. It's so goddamn hard about holding on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stack Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. All right, take two. DraftKings crashes. Brees Hall out for the season. Joe Burrow goes Joey Bananas on the Falcons. Speaking of Kyle Pitts season stats. 16 receptions, 178 yards, and one TD. Read like a game stat line for those of us who drafted him in the third round thought it would look like. Tom Brady looked like Michael Jordan in a Wizards jersey. <laughs> and we are now one Monday night game away from halfway through the regular fantasy season. I'm Cash. He stacks. Stacks, let's start out with what do you think of the CMC trade? Um, I think in the long run, it'll be great for CMC and his longevity uh, as a, a player. Actually, because I, I mean, even though 49ers running backs tend to get hurt, uh, I don't think that's that's I think I think CMC will not be overused. Uh, I think they'll get him in the right way. And I think it will actually uh, help him to be more consistent and fantasy relevant. I mean, it wasn't fantasy fantasy relevant, but I mean, you know, I mean, consistently every week, uh, that's going to be his backfield. You know, it's going to be his backfield. He's going to get like 60, 70% of the touches starting next week. Uh, he's going to absorb the playbook and, uh, I love it. I would trade for CMC, but I mean, no one's going to trade him right now. I mean, I wouldn't, uh, I'd be uh, thinking this is going to be good. What do you think? Well, it was interesting as I, I have one share this season and uh i i whenever you have players you know that you have had injury histories or whatever you, there's like a there's a collective holding of your breath that happens in certain times when you see certain plays or whatever and i was i was watching that game and there were just a, a couple moments when i was like you know for no reason but i was just like oh i, oh, I hope he's not injured and then I thought about what it must be like to be Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, who traded away all of his picks. He, I think he has like no picks till like 2025 or something like that. Like they, they're like, can you imagine what it must be like to be like, we're playing in $50 leagues, $200 leagues, and we're holding our breath. What is it like to be that dude when CMC touches the ball? I mean, I, I can't, I just can't even imagine. I think anytime CMC touches the ball and you're heavily invested in him as a franchise or as a coach or a teammate, it, yeah, I mean, you, same with Saquon. You know, I think it's the same way. Whenever you see somebody who is going to be the, I mean, everybody's job is to stop that guy from moving forward. And there's some of the best 
players in the game at catching the ball, running out of the back. So you're trying to light them up. They're game changers, so you want to take them down. I'm not saying injure them, but you know, hit, hit them hard. You know, you 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 want to be aggressive with them. You you want to give them your best, put it that way. So, um, but I mean, I'm not. I, I, people, right? This is the thing. I, the reason I said that I don't think he's going to get hurt, and maybe it's just it's wishful thinking because all NFL players eventually do get hurt, but. Uh, is so many people in my comments when I tweeted about it, I asked them, like, what do you think, you know, about this trade? There's like, he's going to be injured next week. He's going to be injured. He's going to be like, it just, it was the, it was the consensus gripe about him was his injuries, right? Um, people obviously bitter. They drafted him before and just kind of like, you know, chirping about it. So, um, but I think it's going to be good. Like, I think you've seen games from Jeff Wilson or from, uh, you know, last year, Elijah Mitchell, where, you know, they, they get two touchdowns and they rush for, you know, a hundred yards and maybe this is going to be a little bit different with Christian McCaffrey. Maybe he won't rush for as much, but they'll use him in the passing game. They've got Debo back there. You've got Debo, him, Kittle, Ayuk. That's ridiculous. So That's ridiculous. many weapons. Kittle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, call on Kittle, by the way, if you're paying attention, that's our DFS stacks at the end. Uh, my man, Mike Cash Collins was all over Kittle last week and I played him and I beat Bo McBrayer in the clash. So thank you, my guy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> up, up on Bo right now, four to three. Uh, on aggregate, I think we're kind of you know similar uh, scores. We we you know accumulate. But do, do you do you think this propels them into a playoff team, a strong playoff team though? Like this, it's a big move. Oh, it's a big, it's a strong to quite strong move. It's an all in push for the the the, the playoffs next you know couple of years. So uh, I think it makes them dangerous. I think their defense needs to get healthy. That's pro- part of the problem for them, honestly, right now is their defense is not healthy. So what Atlanta did to them, they just pushed them around, ran all over them. You know, only pass the ball 13 times and they beat them. That's crazy. Yeah, it's Chiefs just era. smoked them. Chiefs just smoked them too. Their defense is 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 uh you know it's banged up and it also when you're on the field that much because your offense is not kind of super productive, it's hard. It's hard for your defense. So and right now yeah. they need you, they're not super productive. Like that's why they traded for CMC. <laughs> yeah, just in case you're not paying attention. So yeah, and then man, a rash of injuries. Uh yeah, I, Mike Mike Williams high ankle sprain. That's what they're saying. On so much Mike Williams, I know Mike Williams high ankle sprain. Brees Hall done for the mm-hmm. season. Uh, David Njoku. Mm, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the injury is. Was seen in a walking boot after the game. That you're that reading my be... team, by the way. Read, read another. Read Amon Ross St. Brown. He's on my team too. I saw I was reading something interesting about that. Apparently, he didn't have a concussion. Really? He didn't have a concussion, but under the new protocol, whatever it is, it's like a Texia or whatever. If there's if there's like uh, if they exhibit any type of like odd muscle movements where I guess, you know, they they lack balance or they they move weird. I I guess it's called a Texia. I don't know what that is. You know, well, um, I mean, listen, player safety is first and foremost. Like, I'm not going to gripe about losing a game and, and and the players kept safe. I'm OK with it. But but still, I don't like that all my players are hurt. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's not great. It's, and, and listen, uh, no offense, but Kyle Pitts, we're going to talk about him later. He might just show up in our Elevate Mitigate Abyss Raid uh, today. You know, I don't want to I don't want to foreshadow too much, but he, he is in there. So uh, uh, I'm not elevating him. Let me put it that way. Uh, so. 
uh, he might, he's either mitigate or eviscerate. And uh, I'll let the, the audience stick around to find out what I'm going to do with Cal Pitts. So how, how about, how about Matt Ryan? Did you, did you get the breaking oh, news on that? They're, they're, yeah, hurt shoulder and he's, he, they're benching him for the rest of the season anyway. Benched. Yeah. He's benched. 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 Adjust your bench. So yeah. yeah. Matt Ryan. Make old. room. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady might be joining him soon. Uh, Tom looked terrible. Antonio Brown, man, what a character that guy is. Did you see Antonio Brown's tweet yeah. about Tom Brady? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I might have to change my my whole like strategy on three tweets today just to show you Antonio Brown trolling Tom Brady as he lost. Uh oh my gosh, it was just so funny. I, I yeah, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah. I saw a tweet. Russell Wilson, there's a bunch of them, just terrible times this last couple weeks. Just yeah. Not good. Darkness is setting in on uh, on the twilights of their oh, careers. They're so old. I, I, you know, the the Brady thing was weird. I mean, it really was weird because obviously he's got a beat up offensive line. So I, I was expecting him to have a bad season. That's what he tweeted. He tweeted that. I saw that on the internet. He he did that too. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio Brown, dude. Underneath of it, he goes, Tampoon Bay, Tom Booty. Tampon. Sorry. Tampon Bay, Tom Booty, you dig? (laughs) Tampon Bay. Tampon Bay, Tom Booty, you dig? The franchise that brought him a Super Bowl ring is Tampon Bay, and and that's Tom Booty. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I dig. Yeah, he is hilarious, by the way. Uh, as him and, and Kanye struggles for sanity, we'll talk about Kanye later, too. So, um, man, but what a, what a fun show. Uh, and also, listen, I mean, I don't want to get too in the weeds here, but I kind of do want to get in the weeds. And I think I even changed it. I was I was where I wanted to be before. Um, let me talk about fancy receipts. We talked about fancy receipts previously on the show. Okay. Yes. Um, you brought them up. And, um, you know, I... So, I more people catching feelings, man. They got another one. They got our boy Sal. I love Sal, right? They, I they got Sal him. Too. He, they, he blocked them. And then here's the tweet, though. I, I do like this. This is from yesterday. And the stat line for ETN is 14 touches, 114 yards, a touchdown. You know, and then hiding your face. And then Sal's tweet is, sit Travis ETN. Jacksonville has the third worst run blocking matchup. They face the Giants, who are top 10, blah, 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 blah. Right? And so, you know, they're just like, oh, man. My favorite one is is my guy Real Rhinos. He, he goes, better not call Saul. But it's Sal. Sal. Yeah, but yeah. Saul. But he's better not call Sal, right? But he's got better not call Saul. <laughs> it's just right. So, so funny in here. So uh, uh listen, uh fancy receipts is gonna do what they're gonna do, man. I think I think you gotta get on board because they're coming, you know, they're they're coming for everybody. They are coming, and I personally think that. It, it it it's uh it's needed in the space right and, and and my reason for why it's needed is that people need to um wrap their mind around the fact that whoever your favorite fantasy analyst uh is and 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 who you're going to for their information for your information and 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 letting you know, be your guide, be your Sherpa. This person is going to swing and miss. And so I think ultimately fantasy receipts um, 
can create they got 13,000 followers by the that's way great they had 5,000 at our last show they had they, 7, they're already 000. up to 13 they had 7,000 yesterday that's crazy yeah and, and and dude what they're doing I think is it, it's gonna help everybody because I think a lot of people uh just they they don't understand like I mean even you and me you know who are doing this part-time I think people you know we play in a home league and and, and i you know like i'm you know four and three like you're gonna be two and five like people people will think oh these guys are gonna like know everything and blah blah, blah. dude this is football it's so hard to, to to predict and i think what fantasy receipts is doing is first of all exposing people who um you know are I think you were responding to somebody and was talking about like, I think when you're a little too brazen with your takes, um, you need to adjust along those lines. And I think that that is what makes a good analyst is like, you know, not speaking in absolutes, right? That, that will, that, that this could help analysts. And then I think will ultimately also help fans because they're going to pull, they can pull a receipt from everybody. Okay. How about this? I'm going to pull a receipt on fantasy receipts. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. I, I thought this was awesome. This was from Tom Auten and it said, uh, is it possible to receipt at fantasy receipts? Okay. Because they pulled a receipt on uh, James Robinson. They, they go after this one guy, Kev. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's Rotosurgeon. Okay. Yeah. Rotosurgeon on September 5th, you know, um, right after, I guess, a big game from James Robinson. I think it was the first game. Uh, he said, trade away James Robinson everywhere while you have the chance and then october 6 you know because james robinson's been crushing yes he has been. fantasy receipts uh receipts him and says this you right so now this person is is receiving fantasy receipts because kev was right kev was right and and, and this leads into trades to get paid because I, I i'll tell you what mike cash collins i don't know Three or four weeks ago, maybe longer, I said buy high on, on James Robinson. Okay, mm. Mm. I, I, I am, I am, I am now sell low on you're, James Robinson. You're fantasy uh, receiving yourself after the fantasy, I'm fantasy receipts. receipts fantasy receipt. myself fantasy along receipt. with that fantasy receipts. Tweet. You're taking yeah. your, you're taking yourself and fantasy receipts down. I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. Well, it's in the spirit of what we do, you know. You got to so, adjust. You got to adjust. And, and you know, what are we seeing now? Travis, Travis Etienne is the truth, the dude. Man. I mean, he's the man, you know, yeah. um, he was, so, a, he was, a, he was a buy low candidate last week, right? I told you to buy him. I told you to buy him people. I'll yes, tell you what, dude. you know, elevate, mitigate, eviscerate is the hardest thing we do. Um, our trades to be get paid have been popping off, dude. You know, like, I've been on it. Yes, we have step ahead. Yeah, man. we said buy low on Raheem Mostert. We last we week did. we said buy high on Kenneth Walker. We said um, high, high. I mean, yeah. So I, I mean, I'll I'll tell you what. You know, yes. I mean, barring an injury to to Travis Etienne, I think James Robinson is just um, it, it, and and some people don't believe in selling low. Okay, 
I, I'm not one of those people. I, I think you can sell low before it gets even worse. Okay. You know, you, and, and I'll tell you what, it's hard, it's hard to pick a sell low. Okay. And, and, and so my advice here is find the Travis ETN owner and see if they want James Robinson. And, and that's all I, that's all I have to say about that. I like that. Let me, let me pull a receipt on myself. Last week I said to, uh, sell low on Antonio Gibson. I was wrong. I was wrong. He came out and proved me wrong immediately. They, they, they watched the tape. They're like, mm, he's faster than Brian Robinson. Let's give him some more touches. So, um, we, we doubt, we didn't doubt ourselves. We doubted the coaches, right? I doubted the coaches really is what we did. Cause we know he's good. We just don't know what the coaches are doing. And here living in Washington, we really doubt the organization and the coaches in general to do the right thing. But, uh, I would say, He's now a buy low for me. I've moved him over from sell low to buy low. If you have him, keep him, right? Don't don't sell him low right now. Maybe you couldn't find a, a buyer last week. You know, I made a mistake. I'm going to be honest. He'll have bad weeks, but I do think he is the better running back. And I'm just going to say that. So does Bo. So does Mike. We all think yep. this, right? Shout out Bo McBrayer. Uh, you know, he tweeted out his, his last latest viral tweet. Thousands of people were on top of this one, uh, loving it and sending it everywhere. Uh, he just said Antonio Gibson is better uh, running back than Brian Robinson. Like, it's just, it's just clear in front of the face. So um, I should have listened to him and just held. But I made a little bit of a, a, an adjustment on the team. My mistake. Fantasy receipts, you know, they don't do videos. But when they do, this yeah. is for you. So, yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, what we did uh, get right uh, or what we're going to get right. Um We've got a few here. Let's talk about your buy highs because we've got two buy highs that are kind of, you know, taking taking the league over in their own uh, games, not even the league, but the game. Uh, but the league soon for Alava, he is just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I, that guy is just open. He's just always open. I mean, th that's all I'm seeing when I, I'm watching it. It, it. It's not like he's making contested catch like that guy just creates space. Yeah, Tyler Lockett. And, and, and you know, Michael Thomas's toe doesn't – I mean, who, who knows what's going to happen with that? I mean, Michael yeah, Thomas is – Yeah, it's it's not looking good. Um, but meanwhile, it doesn't really matter if he's on the field or not. Um, Chris Olave is getting the ball, and he – I mean, just every time I see him, he's wide open, and yeah. there he is. Uh, I, 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 and and I, I think it's only going to get better. So buy high now. I mean, it was, it was a, what, 16-point PPR performance, something like that. Um, you know, um, we've been hitting with our buy highs for sure. I'd say buy high now before he pops off for another big, big week. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, he might be featured later in DFS Stacks of Cash. There's a lot of symmetry going on, unbeknownst to the hosts, because we don't collab before. Um, we just do our thing. So, uh, all right, let me talk about my buy high. We saw right away last week when Gus Edwards got in. He's the, he's the RB1 there, right? Dobbins on the IR. Gus Edwards is the guy to have. Don't even play games. Don't mess around. Don't wait to see. Well, maybe next week. No, no, it, no. It's not. As soon as he was healthy, they gave him the majority of the snaps. He crushed it in, in the red zone. I, I love everything about uh, my guy, Gus Edwards. Go get him right now. Uh, Mike, how do you feel about Gus? I mean, Gus Edwards, uh, you know, should be featured on the wire as well because he might be on your waiver wire. Not I, if in, you're in a league with you, you son of a bitch. Not if you're in a league with Cash Collins. I've been, you know, yeah. all, all the leagues I play in have IRs. I scooped him up long, long times ago and just stashed him in the IR. Okay. So, so I've been waiting for this moment. And, uh, you know, the timing, oh, you know, this, 
the sad timing of J.K. Oh. Dobbins' injury uh, really oh, works out for people who've been stashing good Gus Edwards. Um, the stashing's about to cash it. So. You know, the snap share wasn't good. I mean, it was full-on committee approach, but here's what I liked. Uh, he was by far the best running back on the field, and uh, I expect him to be the uh the red zone the red yes. zone guy um you know he Bigger, he just looks like yeah he's the he's the more powerful back um and he does everything that any of those other backs can do too so yeah. um i think he's perfect for that offense and for him to step on the field and and put up a performance like that right you know week 1 uh the future is bright yeah yeah. Well, uh, speaking of the future being bright, it's a little overcast right now for for Amon. For some for some friends, you have him as a buy low. He's been injured. He's been in and out. There's a buy. He really hasn't been there consistently the last month, right? Um, so the, the owner might be a little impatient. I have Amon. Uh, I would say as an Amon owner or roster or, or manager, or whatever you're gonna call him. I would say he's a by medium because I don't know how low you're gonna get Amon for with his upside. You know what I mean? So like it's right. by low relative to his value right now, which is only going to increase, I think is what you're saying, but you're not going to get him for nothing. So with that being said, who, who are you willing to trade me right now uh, for Amon Ross St. Brown? Let's just talk real shop right now o on your team. Who's a guy you'd give me for him? CD lamb. Oh, holy shite. Yeah, man. I think, I think you gotta, you gotta give somebody really good. It's not that low. You're, you're it's not you're, it's by yeah, low. Yeah, on yeah. he got a concussion and he was injured yeah. right and you know obviously the person who drafted him you know uh you know thinks that he 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 I has a lot of potential but at the same time you know if you're playing in a, with league mates like maybe they just went off of uh, a draft guide or draft software and they're not you know, they're they're they look at him and they're like, yeah, he's slight and maybe he's going to be injury prone. I just think the upside is is there where you could give up a really, really, um, you know, like uh, somebody that that they might you, you could give up somebody juicy and then you're you could be getting somebody who has, you know, potential first round draft pick talent. I agree with you. I I'm. I'm going to consider that offer. We'll talk. We will talk. Uh, shout out to, to Robbie, Rum Boys Robbie. And then we've got uh, Bo McBrayer as well. Two, two of my favorites, uh, the Thieves, uh, coming in strong. All right, we are talking about my buy low on um, Antonio Gibson. Real low, right? But you can still get him for relatively cheap. I'd be willing to trade away. I'm trying to think about this. If you're doing like a wide receiver for him, um, somebody who's in like the, the Brandon Cooks range. You know, uh, over here, he's in my solo uh, category. Let's talk about that. He is your guy. Brandon Cooks, you draft him everywhere. Would you trade for Antonio Gibson with Cooks or no? Would you hold on Cooks? Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I could I, I, I would here. You needed to I run mean, it. Back. Not just not just like, right. Really I mean, it. here's the here's what I liked about Gibson is that uh, you didn't see J.D. McKissick. So. How about the fact that Gibson, this, this is kind of what we all hope for. Like, I don't even hate the the Gibson um, timeshare anymore because I honestly think it puts Antonio Gibson in a position to be able to utilize his skill set 
perfectly. Like right. he's right. The JD a, McKissick. Right. He is. He's a better JD McKissick. He's a he's a better JD McKissick. So like right. this, honestly, I think, um, you know, it, 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 he he's a he's a flex going forward, but I think he's a solid start him every week flex because I think the PPR points are going to be there. So maybe he gets you ten points, eleven points, but then maybe he gets in the end zone. He's not going to get in the end zone every week, um, but the upside is there. I mean, he's still a guy that can break off big runs he almost broke one against the packers he was one little you know yeah Yeah. one one barely little trip away from breaking like a 50 60 yarder so um yeah i i would i would i would i would i would trade cooks for for gibson yeah and we got a couple people in in the comments who are uh agreeing which yeah it's it's confirmation bias to a degree but i i appreciate their sharpness uh i'm glad the post here because my sell high right now is is his boy, and I want to hear what he says about this. Zeke Elliott, two touchdown performance, but three point eight rushing yards. I mean, if if, if they're going to get down in the red zone every single time and, and run in from the three, and he's guaranteed two touchdowns every week, I'm stupid, all right, and just give it to him. But Tony Pollard, six six point nine yards for carry. Uh, it's just it's a it's double the it's just better with Pollard until you get to the red zone, and then they use Pollard as that little run flanker. If you just turn around and hand him the ball to, he's going to go in for a touchdown one of these days as well. So I'm waiting for that to happen. But what do you think about this trade? Uh, would you get rid of Zeke now, sell high when you can? Because I got him in a, in a league with Mike. I got him in the fantasy. Uh, is it the Crab Cakes League? I got him. I need, I need to get rid of it, right? What do you think? Uh, I'll tell you, for me, um, it, it, uh, Bo, Bo's with you. I like, here's the thing that's, that's frustrating. I've, I've, I've relayed this. I've, I've, I've brought up this peewee running back story before, and this this was when I played peewee football. I was by far the best running back on the team. I would get them all the way down the field, and then they would take me out, and they would put in the coach's son, and the coach's son would get the touchdown. I I don't I don't think I ever got a touchdown. It happened throughout the whole season. He he would all and his son was like not good he wasn't even one of the best running like there were other better there were lots of better guys than it but he would put his son in and his Mm. son would get the touch sometimes he wouldn't get the touchdown they'd run it like three times with them um that is the zeke elliott experience right now tony pollard gets them all the way down the field and it's like you you know listen i'll give zeke this he has a nose for the end zone um and so you and I could get uh, in the end with those big boys, dude. I yeah, mean, I, I, I don't really know how I feel about it. Like, I, I'm kind of, um, I'm neutral to this call. Okay, I like it because because I'm with Bo. Tony Pollard is better, but doesn't mean that Zeke's not going to keep doing this every game. Like, he's the, he could be the goal line package every single game, and you could have these just frustrating games. I mean. We had Tony Tony Pollard last week as Elevate, and, you know, it was okay, but I was playing Pollard everywhere in DFS and, you know, could have gone from winning like $5 to winning, you know, $1,000 if they'd have just given goal line carries to to Tony Pollard, but whatever. Right. Me too. You could have been spending uh, today counting your thousands of dollars that you won, you know? Yeah. Making yeah. your son happy. By the way, I don't want to like you know, you know, jump our show off the shark. But your son's the story that I, I'm listening to. Mike talked to his son last night. We're watching 
uh, football together. We call each other on Sunday night and Monday nights and, and watch football together because that's what you know, best friends and brothers do. So we're talking, we're watching football. Here's some come up and go, is that our guy? Did he score? Did we win? And and he's like, no, nah, this is a different game. He's like, we did okay. We didn't, we didn't, you know, I didn't get it. He's like, and his son's like, oh, man. He's like, okay, go to bed, blah, blah. He tells me the best story about how once his son found out that money was involved with football, it just like changed his game. Like he was just like, he was in. He was just like, wait, wait there's, there's money? You you can win? Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Who's got, oh, who's our guy, dad? Let's get our, you know. So I love that. Like a, like a real DFS sharp was just born. So when your son wins a Millie Maker, he's like 16 and you got to like, you know, say that you want it. Uh, I'll know what, I know where it happened. This last, we'll talk about it on the show, you know, 20 years from now or how many years from now, 13 years from now or 40, you know. Your son's five. So, yeah, you know, 12 years from now when he wins the Millie Maker. Because, dude, his his excitement, you know, three hours later, it was at 930. It wasn't during those uh, the, in the window. He was just so, he's just like, what's going on with our money? You know? <laughs> I love it, man. I just got to say, father of the year type shit. Send this to Matthew Barry. Let him know this is what a real dad does who loves football. He, he like, teaches his son the reality of how money can be won by the guys that you pick playing football. So it's just like the coolest thing ever, man. I just, I'm so jelly. My kids know all this already. Like they don't care. They're like, did you pick the winners? No. Okay. Bye. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It it was, it was really cute. It was really cute. Um, you know, he immediately, because I, he just didn't really figure out that we were like, th- that all of this was about money, like that, that I'm it. I'm trying to win money. So once he did wrap his mind around that, he immediately started angling, like, can we get a big toy if you win? <laughs> I was like, I was like, yep. Yep. I was like, I was like, if we, I, I, I I also, I also cheaped him out. I was like, if I win a thousand, no, I didn't tell him that. I was like, I was like, yeah, if I win $10,000, yeah, we can get a big toy. So I was still going to, I was still going to, you know, use the thousand just for me, you know? Yeah. But if we win 10,000, I'll buy, I'll buy you and Jordan big toys. Yeah. No, I I, I like that. All right. Let's, let me just comment real quick because we're kind of camping out here, but it's okay. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Uh, Also the wires aren't that great. Uh, Sell high with Michael Carter. I agree. I have Michael Carter and Scott Fish. I drafted both him and Brees Hall just because the way it fell. You told me to draft Michael Carter. I did. I'm glad I have him. I can't trade in, in Scott Fish, but you know, if you do have Michael Carter and you can afford to sell him high, I would say strike, 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 because the Jets offense is just not going to be as dynamic or or as fluid. You saw what it was like last year without Brees Hall. Brees Hall is a game changer. He's a first round pick next year. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it out there right now so everybody can hear it on, on video. You can face your receipts this one because it's going to be a good take unless someone gets hurt, which you can't help that. But, uh, you know. How, how, what would you expect to get in return for Michael Carter? If you're if you're like about to kind of cash in, uh, would you trade him for a Christian Kirk? Are you looking for something more, something less? Where's the yeah? Draw? I would trade him for a Christian Kirk for sure. You know, and 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 like that's like that. What's that? Amari Cooper ish. Yeah, know, in that totally. Realm. Uh, yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, because here's the thing: uh, Michael Carter is good. I mean, the Jets. It's amazing. They're five and two. Uh, I was watching, uh, I wanted to use this on the show, but it was like, you know, playing, it was like a minute and a half long and it was, you know, all NFL highlights with like NFL music. So I was worried about copyright stuff, so I didn't use it, but it was, you know, how Ian Hartitz on Twitter, um, you know, he does the hype videos. 
yeah. like where he's like, you know, he plays the dun, 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 Okay, so this one was um you know, like he'll he'll show like Nick Chubb and it'll be like a two minute video of like Nick Chubb just doing dun, 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 dun. this one was Zach Wilson being Zach Wilson, and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Zach Wilson is garbage i mean oh, it yeah. was they were the worst there were all these plays where he runs around and looks like randall cunningham and then just throws it out of bounds or like starts falling down and throws it back to the line of scrimmage there was one play where they did a flea flicker and he throws it to michael carter michael carter makes a great stop it looks like a great play throws it back to Zach Wilson. It looks like a beautiful play. It's going to be a touchdown. It goes right through Zach Wilson's hands. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then and then in this one he grabs it, picks it up right before the guy gets him tosses this little, you know, girly throw out of bounds. And right. I, I I just think that that team is going to be horrible. Yet they'll somehow, I guess because of their defense, um you know, be competitive in games. Um, but without Brees Hall, I just I I, I think that that they're, they're I, I I just don't understand that offense. And I, I'll tell you what, Michael Carter is, um, you know, he, he's valuable. So sell high, um, yeah. you know, because you don't know what next week is going to look like. I mean, he's going to get PPR points and I think you can get somebody good for him. All right. He's going to be a, a, a mid to low range RB2 going forward. So. I no, think I you agree. can get somebody good. You could you could get you could get a nice tight end too if you're trying to get into the the you know the the tight end game possibly. But uh, this is a good question that came from Rainbow Six God. I hope you are a straight slayer on Rainbow Six. By the way, I'm a, a Battlefield One, uh, you know, like six years ago guy on on PC. But whatever. Um, it says, are we trading away CMC? Uh, his value and hype is so high. Not exactly sure what we could get, but is it worth? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always worth exploring. Uh, for him, a wide receiver three for an RB1 and a wide receiver two. Hmm. What do you think? Collins, I'll, I'll give you the floor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. If if it makes your team better, then you know, you I, I'm with you, man. Like uh anything's on the table, you know. Like, I mean, personally, right now, I don't know how I feel about the CMC thing, you know. Um per, you know, what I do think is that he is on a team where i mean it, it, he's got one of the best you know running minds in football with kyle shanahan so like there's a ton of upside there um but uh we don't know um so like you know don't you you got to get a a a really good RB one and wide receiver too, you know, like it's right. gotta be somebody that was drafted in the first round. Somebody um, that you, you, you think has a nice little, uh, stretch run schedule wise, matchup wise, right. you know, don't trade for somebody and they're going to face the, the toughest defense down the playoff stretch, you know, make sure you have your, your ducks in a row. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, let's transition here. I thought that was a good segment by the way. And I think we did camp out it because it's been our best segment and almost every single one of our, our calls has hit. It's, it's come back the next week, literally, to hit. Maybe the whole season it won't hit, but, I mean, ETN, we talked about him. 
uh, you know, and, and then right away, boom, he hits. Uh, we've had this like week after week after week. So uh, I, I love it. All right, let's talk The Wire. And man, Daniel Jones, uh, I, I called him last week. Bo, if you're still here, I love you, brother. You, you kind of you didn't you didn't like it on the DFS takes, but uh, he did show up and show out last week. Uh, he is a top 12 quarterback right now. And with all the injuries, he's a top 10 quarterback. So what do people think about That's that? Nine, depending on yeah. how you score. Right. Right, right. I mean, it's 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 um a comeback story, you know. I mean, you like that? You like that? Yeah, I mean, I don't. You got hundred yards rushing. Uh, honestly, yeah. the the thing is, is like I don't see it stopping. I mean, I think he, I I think I think the with his rushing upside, I mean, he almost broke one for like seventy yards in that last yeah, game. Yeah, he he was upset at himself. You could see him you know, cursing himself as he he's got that fluidity in, in field, which is crazy because he's a big target and he's just like sidestepping guys going as fast as he can go. It's 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 phenomenal, really, because you don't think somebody who looks like Eli Manning can run like, you know, Lamar Jackson. So he's it, he's so fast. Yeah, he he's really so is. fast. He's I want to see Daniel Jones race Lamar Jackson. I want to see it like not a, not no, a scramble. Lamar would smoke him. OK, well, Lamar you know, would smoke if, him. if if he doesn't fall down. Yeah, he might yeah. fall down. Yeah, I know. He I, I, he can't, like, what is his 40 time? Like, I, there's no way it's that good. I mean, he's not, like, that, that fast, but he, he sure does look fast. What do you think yes. his 40 time is? I yeah, it's not it's good. Four, five, five. No, it's not. No, what is it? Four, eight. Well, maybe he runs a faster 40 when you actually look at the real life run, not the run, you know, uh, when when he's running in the 40 like listen i think he's just a good like i think like steve young ran like a 40 you know what i mean like i think he's just yeah. understands when to do it and he and and, and he's willing to um you know kind of sacrifice his body a little bit you know what i mean like he's not doing the mahomes slide you know like he'll he'll try and get those extra five yards and yeah. and sometimes that works into like breaking a tackle and making a big play you know yeah. like like him, like Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, they're gonna they're gonna slide. You know what I mean? Like that's another. You know, Lamar. What makes Lamar the best is like he doesn't even like he 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 knows when he's about to get tackled, and he he might say he just goes out about he just he just finds a way to like not get hit. Right. Right. Well, no, he 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 um he's got the ballet feet. Like that's the thing about Lamar. Like. That that motherfucker is dancing around mm -hmm. people. I can, I, you know, he RG three watches him with his mouth open because oh. mm -hmm. RG three mm -hmm. could not. He could RG three could push off and take off and go. Man, Lamar is out there just like flossing and fleeting and cheating. Man, I I, I love Lamar. So, um, but I think the thing if you started ch chasing Daniel Jones. Uh, you could get him to go fast with Lamar Jackson just because, like, he just starts going like a crazy man. Like, I've never seen someone run like that who looks like him. You know, it is it is like the white lightning of the NFL for sure. Yeah, him, so. him and Mariota. Mariota is really fast, too. Oh, Mariota's a beast. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's jump over here. Uh, Jameis Winston. I think he might actually come back this week. He might actually come back this week. It's possible that he comes back this week. So, you know, he's available on your wire. Pick him up. He's going to play in a game I know is going to have a huge total. I'm sure it has over 50 already. 
Uh, maybe not, but it will because Vegas's defense gives up points. They gave up points yesterday. Uh, and then New Orleans is not the best defense ever. They give up points too. So, uh, and then Jameis likes to sling it. And, and, and you got Alave, who I, we talked about earlier. So uh, see if Jameis is available. And I don't think anyone stashed Jameis Winston, you know. Right. Yep. I'm with you. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, or whatever. I mean, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens, but um, definitely, you know, worth, you know, l- l- examining what what's going to happen with Jameis this week. Dude, that's that that is hilarious, dude. You see, Rum Boys Robbie says he's talking about uh, that's Josh Allen. Allen is vanilla Vic. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yep. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's hilarious, dude. That is exactly right. He is vanilla Vic. He he's so big too. He's just he can body people. Um, Lamar or Burrow the rest of the season? Uh, Burrow. Man, Burrow. yeah, I'll, Burrow. I'll probably his take weapons. Burrow, too. His weapons. His weapons. And he gets those goal line touchdowns, too, now. He's yeah, it's, it's his weapons. He's got the best trio wide receivers. I will I had Lamar higher. Um, you know, hey, by the way, I don't want to call receipts on you, but you did say to, to eviscerate Tyler Boyd in one of our, our um, DM chats, and I would not do that, so. I just want to say I saved you. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, that out there. I was like, I don't think you should do that. And then you said, okay. So, but I, that was not good. He's he's good. It's just because yeah, he's good. I'll tell you what, though. I, I mean, it's it's you. It sucks to have the third wide receiver. I mean, he he shouldn't be the third wide receiver. Um, but you know, like he he's gonna be tough. Like unless unless you have a a, a deep league where you're you know starting <clears> like. You know, like super flex, you know, you know, three wide receivers, two flexes. Like, I think that's where Tyler Boyd is is uh, advantageous. But, um, yeah, tough, tough to start Tyler Boyd, you know, like I, you I know, agree. But, yeah, I, mean, I, I know. I'm with you, though. Like, I mean, I, you know, yeah, it's right. That guy, you got to hold him on your bench at least. Yeah. 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 But so I know you Sell high yes. on Tyler Boyd oh, right now. Course. How about that? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Gus Edwards, we talked about him. Duh. That's pretty easy. We don't need to get into that. Gus Bus. Yeah. Uh, Michael Carter uh, as well. If he might, if he's available, check and see. This is kind of most leagues should have Michael Carter already rostered, but in case they don't, just do a little a little check. Um, but the next two might not be rostered, honestly. Chuba Hubbard and Latavius Murray. Who would you rather have, Collins? Murray and Deontay Foreman, too. I mean, well, uh, everybody got Foreman in every league I, I got in everywhere. So I don't, I just didn't even put him on here because I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I mean, who, who do you want going forward, Chuba or Deontay? Chuba got a little injured, too, I yeah, believe, at the end I mean, of that I think game. It's Foreman for me. Um, but I think I, Chuba has those breakaway plays in him because he's so fast. You know, dude, how about let me look at their stats for this past week? I mean, who first of all, the Bucks have a great rushing defense, right? Okay. They're they're they are they are a top, you know, elite end of the league at dealing with good running backs. Okay. Um Deonta Foreman goes for 15 carries, 118 yards, Mm. and then uh I think Chuba Hubbard had, yeah, 63. So they almost put up 200 yards, the two of them. Like, yeah. the, the NFL is nuts. Like, the Panthers beat the Bucks. Like, what is it going comes on? comes a hot stab of turning up. It's something like, oh, gangsta. Yeah, I, I don't understand it either, man. I don't understand um, it either. 
Yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I mean, I I honestly didn't want either one of those guys. Now I want both of them. So I want either one. Um, Latavius Murray. You know, uh, Mike Boone. Uh, I, I think he just got put. Yeah, he's on IR. He's gone. He's out of the picture. So that's good. That's good because now you just have Latavius Murray and you have Melvin Gordon in that backfield. Okay. I don't know why Latavius Murray is, you know, factoring in. He's with, a big guy. He's a huge guy. He's he is a big guy. guy. He's, I mean, Melvin Gordon is too, though, man. Like, I don't think one time it lost him a game. So they're going to lose the rest of their games because. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Latavius Murray is, uh, he's going to be, I think, the red zone back. Like, he's going to be the power back when I don't think he should be. But, you know. I'm, you know, that's Nathaniel Hackett's call and his, you know, his, it's his team. So, uh, he's stupid, by the way. Latavius Murray, 32 years old and, uh, was out of the NFL, is now on the wire on the fantasy millionaires and worth adding for sure. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, okay, so let's talk about all of these backs. If you, besides Gus Edwards, I'm just saying Gus Edwards is not available, right? But, if it comes down to Chuba or Latavius or, you know, Foreman, how, how are you attacking that? Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's a tough call. I mean, I, I, I think I honestly think probably Deonta Foreman is the one out of all of them because I just think he'll have more volume. I can't see Latavius Murray. Um, I mean, you saw at the end of the game this past week that the Broncos were actually like, you know, in trouble. And it was just like Melvin Gordon time again because they were just like, well, we need to get him the ball. Um, I, I I expect Melvin Gordon to, to be doing good things going forward. So um, out of those three, you know, um, I'll take Deonta Foreman. How much would you spend on Gus Edwards, though? Because I bet you he is available in a lot of leagues. Everything. Everything. Yeah. I spent it all. I spent every penny. I drank your milkshake. That's what, that's what mm-hmm. I would do. Yeah, I would drink your milkshake is, is how I would go. Um, not, not on Latavius though, but all right, uh, let's talk about wide receivers. Not, not, not a lot going on in the wide receiver. I don't run. want either of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones and Khalif Raymond are, are, here's the only thing. Khalif only if Amon Ra can't go, right? That's he's going to go. I don't want either one of them. How about we should have added, um, Tyquan Thornton and Rahid Shahid. Both of those guys should have been. Thornton on the line like two weeks ago or something. And he I don't know. I don't out. think we talked about him. I think we missed him. Uh-huh. And, and both no. those guys are probably still available. You know, um, we'll see. We'll see what um, Thornton does tonight. So, um, but if he has a big night, uh, I would go hard after him. Yeah. How how big a night do you think he's going to have? I don't know. That's the thing. We've only seen one good week, but I believe he was drafted in the second round. And do you know he runs? A four two. I I did see that. I did. I was he runs a four two. He was clocked unofficially at a four point two one, which would have been the fastest person ever in the NFL. So, uh, 
it'll be interesting. He was drafted in the second round. We will, we will see tonight. Um, but I think if, if the targets are there, uh, he, he, he could be, um, he could be maybe the top out of the week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. Uh, I just assume we have talked about him earlier. Uh, let's talk some, some dreamy tight end, uh, hair here. <laughs> Dulcich, uh, you know, I don't know. He's if he's in your heart, he's in your soul. Look, look at that that hair, man. That's a uh, Denny yeah. Carter wishes his hair looked like that. You know what I mean? Like De- Denny, look at that, bro. Look at that. He perms it. It looks beautiful, man. I, it looks so beautiful. I don't even know. What it to really say. does. I just, I'm gonna cry. You know, I'm gonna try yeah. not to. Cry, but yeah, no, he, he he's got a mane. I mean, that is that that is a, a good perm he's got. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's strong to quite strong as the as the ladies would say, uh, um, but I do like him. He doesn't have a block yet, and I think that's the the, the kind of the uh, rub on him, right? Is it, that's great. Is he, yeah, that's great because they won't use him to block like they used Kyle Pitts. Oh man, Kyle fucking Pitts. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not good. Not good. If you if you have Kyle Pitts, pick up Greg Dulcich. I agree. I think that's a good call. I mean, it's a damn good call, mate. I'm not gonna lie about that. I might even do it, you know, just you know, sucking and all. But I don't have Kyle Pitts. But if I did, um, I think it's a good call for sure. So, uh, what about Kate Otten? What do you think about him? You you into Kate? I know he's a yes. Boss. I'm into Kate too, man. Get into Kate for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Thomas Kincaid, paint me a picture of Kate Otten, please. Don't play I mean, we we don't uh, in the Cameron Brait thing. I I I know he has uh you know it was you know he was concussed and then reconcussed or neck injury. So, um, I don't know if he's what the timeline is for his recovery. Um, but in the meantime, uh, Kate Otten looks good and is getting targets. So I think Greg Dulcich and Kate Otten are um you know kind of uh similar ceilings um mm-hmm. uh you know uh i i think dulcich potentially maybe even higher ceiling um you know once russell wilson gets healthy um it looks like they they have a connection um so um but both of those guys you know they're getting they're i mean six it, five it, six targets a game that's what you right if see. you if you can get 10 points out of your tight end you know and you punt a tight end like and that that's all you need you you're know? playing you're playing and this isn't this isn't somebody you're going to play every week either like you're playing tight end roulette based on matchups based on availability of other players on the team injuries all these kinds of quarterback so maybe Dulcich isn't to play until russell wilson's back yeah i don't know yeah yeah but yeah i mean maybe with with ripping it's not i mean he still scored 10 points but I, I love the fact that he doesn't block because he's just out there to run routes so yeah no, that's true all right um Falcons D, uh, Panthers D. Which one would you rather have? Uh, I'll take either one because they're playing each other this week. I know that's what I'm saying. Who do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did it. I, oh, I, I, did, yeah. I I think I did. Um, I think I did Falcon. I think I would take Falcons. I think the Falcons win this game. So I'll I'll take I'll take the Falcons D this week. I, I I can't see the Panthers just like balling out like that again next week, but we'll see. I'll take the Falcons D this week. Listen to this bullshit on DraftKings. The Falcons D is thirty eight hundred, right? One of the most expensive D's, and then 
you go down a little bit and then you're like, okay, well, you know, the, the, that is crazy. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Right. And the Panthers D is 2,800. So you're like, God damn it. Why are you pricing up fucking terrible teams? Like I'll take Panthers D for DFS. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you for sure. All right. Uh, let's get to elevate, mitigate, and eviscerate. Uh, one of my favorite segments of the week. Uh, last year or last week, I, I did tell you to mitigate Terry McLaurin. That was a terrible mistake. I just want to fancy your seats myself right now. Um, but uh, we're, we're, we we did say to play Tua. He scored you 20 points. Sorry, Dave Richard. That's a good play. 20 points from a quarterback is exactly what you want. Love you, Dave Richards. Fancy your seats. <laughs> so we're coming down a verb and adjective. You're just going to be like, yeah, I was at the store the other day, and I fancy receipt of this guy. You know, he's in my league. I was just like, hey, man, fancy receipt in your face. You know? So it's become right. a Dave Chappelle skit, you know? Um, but uh, let's jump into this. You, you, uh, you love Derek Carr against New Orleans. Talk about that. New Orleans, normally a uh, stout D against the pass. You know what? They're better against the run. And I think, you know, this whole offense is um, it's built on running the football. And I think that, uh, you know, the the Saints have been, um, they've been, a, you know, kind of um, an underwhelming defense for, you know, what we thought they were going to be yes. going into this year. What's that? Lattimore's been hurt. He, has, he didn't play last week. Yeah, I I think that this is going to be a week where they're they're going to have to do some more things through the air, and I think they will. I I think I I, I expect Derek Carr to be able to um you know uh navigate some of these uh you know third and longer, and and they're not just going to be able to run it down their throat um you know like they've been doing for like the last four weeks with Josh Jacobs. I mean, um. Doesn't mean they're gonna, you know, abandon their philosophy, but uh, I think Derek Carr, he he he's gonna have a a, a better week than he normally does. I, I agree, and you've got Devonte Adams out there, and I mean Josh Jacobs was one of the locks of the week last week, thirty six percent, thirty five percent rostered on DraftKings, and I played him in every every lineup I had. Like he was just over the moon for me, three touchdowns. I said he might get four. Um, so I'm sorry, guys, fancy receipts. But uh, I, I do like this call, elevating him. And, and uh, you know, the throwing the ball, Matt Collins is out there. You got Foster Moreau. Uh, and then Josh Jacobs is a good running back, too. They can throw the ball. Not, the running game isn't being established, as they like to say. So uh, Josh McDaniel's doing better the last couple games after rough start, rough start. Uh, bagel in the first four. So, um, all right, uh, let's talk running back here. We got a couple, uh, t- t- well, actually just one, uh, Tyler Algier. Yeah, we talked about him a couple weeks ago, but he may have been dropped after, you know, not not so great performance, didn't do anything previously, uh, came out. I love what I saw. What did you see that, that makes you want to jump out on the Algier train? Yeah, I mean, this is what they do. They run the ball, and you finally uh, – Caleb Huntley just came out of nowhere. Like I thought it once uh, Corderell Patterson went down, it was Tyler Algier season. And then it wasn't. And Caleb Huntley, Caleb Huntley looked good with the ball too. Um, but uh, I think that this was the the type of game where, um, it, you know, there's, there's a trajectory here and um, you know, they have a good matchup, you know, um, you know, the, the, you know, Panthers middling um, versus the run. And really this mid, is, their, yeah, they're mids, they're mids. And so this mid. is their, I mean, their whole philosophy is built on uh, running the football and, um, and they're, 
pretty good. They're effective at it. So I think that, um, you know, I dropped Tyler Algier this past week. So um, he could be on the wire. He could be on the wire. If you only, I dropped him for Gus Edwards, ultimately. Oh, you mother. Okay. Um, But yeah. Boast some more. Pat yourself on the back. Now, now, yeah. now, who, who, who's um, what was it? Toots slash Jarvis Toots. You're, yeah. you're who, what's your name? We'll figure out a know. name for you. You're, you're like, know. you're like subtle. You're like subtle about it. Yeah, like, oh, no, I picked him up. Flutes. <laughs> yes, flutes. Because you're flouting. You're flouting for sure. <laughs> the past tense of flouting is fluting. So yeah, hell yeah, man, that's hilarious. Um, okay. All right, let's let's talk some wide receiver elevations here. Um, if I can scroll a little bit, okay. Oh, Toots and flutes. All right. Toots and flutes. We'll do the show as Toots and Flutes. That'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be so funny. Um, uh, DJ Moore. Uh, I listened to the um, Scotastic. Is that how you say it? Is that, is that the name of it? I think um, that's right. Yeah. Scotastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I listened to them and I, I love, uh, you know, Ben. I love Dave. And most of all, honestly, I love Alex. And so listening to those guys, they were like, do you have any DJ Moore? And Ben brought up the question. It was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. PJ Walker. And then you're just like, yeah, you still have to have a little DJ more. You, you you can't not have a little. And it just was nice. It was a nice little DJ more. I put him in like you know, four or five lineups, and he is a great football player. He has been one of the those those wide receivers that have been saddled with terrible quarterbacks, and he's never really been showcased. He's always done a pretty good job, though, getting over a thousand yards. Touchdowns have not been there. But man, imagine him on the Green Bay Packers or, or another team that actually had a need for a great wide receiver. Trade for him right now. Save Aaron Rodgers. Save DJ Moore. I've been planning this behind the scenes. Make it happen. God, come on. What the hell? They traded yeah, away Christian would, McCaffrey. That would be awesome. That would be awesome to see Aaron Rodgers get DJ Moore. I, I do think he that DJ Moore him. would he would he would have I, I think DJ Moore is really um you know elite talent. Right um yeah. I mean here's the thing. This is why um you know uh I you know I I haven't dropped DJ Moore in any league. No. It, the targets are there. It's just like they're hitting him, you know, like two feet three feet on the turf below it's yeah, like they're like but but the main thing is the targets are there. Um and finally uh, that that is what you can kind of you know um, bet on is, is that the the targets and uh, you know McCaffrey also being gone I think um, boosts his value a little bit uh, and the Falcons are not good at um, you know dealing with opposing wide receivers so uh, I, I think that this is a a, a week where. Um, you know, if you've held on to DJ Moore and he stayed on your squad, you know, it's been frustrating, but I think this is a good week to start him versus the Falcons. Yeah. I, I might, th- th- here's my tweet. And, and tell me if you think I'm wrong on this tweet. Cause I mean, I'll say I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Right. But mm-hmm. my, my tweet is DJ Moore deserves to be traded to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. That's just the tweet. Like he just deserves it, man. He's a, he's a great player. He is one of the best route runners. He's a speed demon. He's just strong upper body. He's great hand-eye court. He's all you want, man. I love him. He's a Maryland guy, too. So, you know, go uh, – not NorCal. What is it? Oh, yeah, Maryland cow. From now on, whenever somebody from Maryland does something, we're going to call it Maryland cow. Just, you know, we got a rival NorCal. 
with their with their boasts. They got like so many players. So you know, next time Stefan Diggs catches a touchdown, I'm just gonna hashtag it Maryland Cal. So whatever, that's what we're doing now. Um, but DJ Moore, get him. Terry McLaurin, play him, play him, play him. Him and Heineke, they're they're buddies. Like he he's like, yay, the guy who threw me all those passes last year, he's back. Maybe he'll throw me some passes. Uh, apparently. Him and Carson Wentz did not have a good Bible study relationship. He did not memorize the verses. He did not. He wasn't a good partner. Yeah, he just was like, I like Curtis Samuel. I don't like you. I like Jahan Dotson. I don't like you. Terry McCorn is a really good wide receiver. So. Like, did he meet Carson Wentz and start going, ah. like, what did he, he, just, he ah. sent him a picture? He sent him a picture of a hot chick or something. It was just like, what do you think, bruh? Which I, I don't think he did that. I, I don't, listen, Carson Wentz is a known Bible thumper, and I love the Bible just as much as the next guy who's not Carson Wentz. But yeah, I'm smart enough to read the Bible and know Terry McLaurin is the truth at wide receiver for the Washington Commanders. Like you get him the ball, he's the best wide receiver they have. He is great at route running. Speaking of a good route runner, and he can catch the ball. Like he's right. great at catching the ball, contested catch particularly. He is in the midst of two two guys at a time. You know, uh, he is he's awesome. So. Um, he, he's back. Please start him. I should never eviscerate or uh, elevate, uh, mitigate him last week. Please forgive me, everybody. Um, and I, I've been bad. I just want to tell everybody that before I get yeah. proceeded. Yeah. All, All right. right. Talk about, about Irv. Talk about your boy, Irvy. Irvy has, uh, you know, target share increasing. Uh, I, I expect this to be a really fun game. Um, it's Vikings and versus Cardinals. Um, I, I, I I think Kirk Cousins has a great game this week um, and uh, they're coming off the bye. And um, so I'm, I'm expecting, uh, you know, the, the Vikings to look crisp and sharp. I think the Cardinals are going to, I mean, you, you, you get to see what it's like when Deandre Hopkins is back. Like he's a leader on that team, you know, and yeah, yeah. I think this game is going to be a really good game. Um, but meanwhile, you have Irv Smith, um, you know, just continuing to get looks and targets. Um, so, you know, if you're playing tight end roulette, uh, Irv Smith, I say fire him up going into yeah. week eight. Uh, no, I really like that call too. And, um, you know, Kirk Cousins is going to be slinging it. It's not a primetime game. It's just a simple formula, you right. know? It's not that difficult, people. Non-primetime you know? Kirk. Non-primetime Kirk. Put up a 40-burger. He could do anything he wants, right? Right. Um, Atlanta DST, we touched on him before. That's just a play you make. Uh, all right, let's talk to Mitt. Mit I'm really excited about my mitigate uh, graphics, so I'm just going to slow play it. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Um Ooh, the Bills. No. His receivers, are, the Bills. Are, his receivers are below mid. Like Aaron Rodgers' receivers are below mid, and you're going against the Bills who are above mid on defense, particularly the secondary. Poyer, uh, you know, th th there's not a, a great matchup I can see anywhere on any of their receivers. PFF has everybody rated better on Buffalo's secondary than on the Packers' offensive side. It's not good, except for Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is the one. You know, uh, he's the best player on their team, obviously. Right spot of that offense. Yeah. Of I mean, yeah. how about the fact that Lazard, too, we mentioned all the injuries. He injured his shoulder, too. You know, that's not good. I mean, he might play this week, but, um, you know, they sure will need him to play. Um, yeah. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, it, it, 
had a really bad week. You put up a, 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 a 0. 0.0. zero. When zero, I don't. And and and, and, and oh, he was just not. He was just not like catching the ball. Like there, it just, it just didn't look good. And and then meanwhile, here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers. I remember last year, uh, him starting out slow, and I like immediately jumped on to this thought that uh, I'm I'm about to say um, because this is my vibe on him and, and and you can see it I mean this is this is the you know I'm not the only person who really sees this now too I mean he's he, he doesn't want to when when things aren't going his way like he's not he's not your guy man like he he uh mature he, he's really yeah man he kind he he, he kind of he yeah he he kind of a blame shifter. He's not a leader. He doesn't take responsibility. He points out what other people did wrong. But to be honest, they are doing it wrong. Like I, I know, I know, and that's what I like. That you know, that's why I just, I just don't have any faith in him for this game. Like I, I, I think uh, you know, it's it's AJ Dillon, uh, Aaron Jones, and and Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's Aaron Rodgers, um, but. Man, this is just a horrible matchup from this week, and I, I, he just looks like he wants to retire. I mean, that's what he he looks like. He's like, man, yeah. I shouldn't have come back. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if his, his contract's guaranteed. He's wondering, can I quit tomorrow? Um, mm-hmm. Not, not good. A, AJ Dillon too, man. I, I, I drafted him thinking he was going to break out, and that the, the AJ Dillon is moving towards cuttable. He's dust, this bro. He's dust. Here's the problem: is the Packers don't. They're like, yeah, dude, we're going to get it with our receivers instead of understanding they've got two great running backs that they could really play off of each other. They don't do a good job of it, and it, whatever, I don't care. But it's it's over. Uh, all right, Michael Gallup. Oh, man, I, I had some Gallup yesterday at 5,100. I'm disappointed in me. Uh, he had zero, another 0.0. What are we doing here, people? How about Noah Brown is still a factor in that offense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's garnering you know, the Michael Gallup role in terms of targets. So it's not good. No, not good. Why is Noah Brown getting so many targets? I he mean, I, I, think, I think that Michael Gallup will be back to his normal self, but he needs to, uh, you know, uh, kind of integrate into the offense. He needs to run routes. Honestly, Dak hasn't played for um, two months either, or, you know, seven weeks either. So it's, it's, it's not been good for Dallas yet. Are they five and two? Are they five and two, right? Five and yeah, yeah, five, yeah, five So good, good for them. Um, all right, let's talk about some some tight ends. We want to, you know, uh, and, and, oh, Deontay Johnson. Listen, <sighs> Deontay Johnson. I don't want to like boast, but here I'm going to pull back the curtain here, guys, just before you know, um, everyone knows what I do. I, I PFF, right? Hello, I, I'm on PFF. All the time. This is this is this is not toots. This is just I this, I use this service, right? Oh, I, okay. I pay for I pay for them. I'm not tooting about my money. Oh, okay. I pay for them. But take a look at this. Okay. Bradbury, he's the 16th ranked corner. Okay. So let's say you go, Deontay Johnson's not going to go against him. He'll go over here to Darius Slay, who's the 13th ranked corner. All right. That's okay. Let's line him up on the inside against Maddox. Oh, he's the 33rd rank. Like, there's just not a play this week. And I know Deontay Johnson gets a lot of targets. I just do not think, though, um, that Deontay Johnson in this matchup is going gonna, is gonna to do well. I think Pittsburgh... Uh, it's gonna they're gonna get annihilated. I do think that maybe I'm Bo McBrayering it and kind of overstating it, 
But Philadelphia is a really good team. They're coming off of a bye, and it's a it's an interstate rivalry. Like you don't you throw out the records, man. You thought you just want to defeat that other team, and and people in Pennsylvania are crazy. Like I don't I don't want to be mean to them. Like they don't have a lot. They live in Pennsylvania, so they love their football teams more and their hockey teams and stuff more than normal people should love anything. Their baseball teams right now. Like I understand it. Like go punch somebody. Go you know punch a horse whatever right i get it you got a lot of angst but they are gonna beat pittsburgh and i think deontay johnson 10 targets be damned five for 10 whatever pickett's not great right and i think you know right i I throw it to uh claypool he's a bigger target in in the slot i'd also throw it uh to pickens he's a bigger target too so i i just don't think deontay it matches up well in this matchup so uh and he's a good player but i would fade him i like the call bro it's ballsy you're saying to sit deontay johnson and that is what we would love we we like to we we want to sit stars in mitigate and and I, mean, I had to I, bring I, it. I, I could be wrong, and then I could. Yeah, I'm team. with I'm with you though because here's the thing: like that, break that in this matchup, they're going to run the ball on the other side. They're going to hold the ball, and they're going to win like 35 to 10 or something. You know. Well, here's so. the thing too: we already have seen so far in this small sample size of Kenny Pickett. Um, uh, it's already a full-on committee approach with the wide receivers. We don't know what's going to happen. And George Pickens is definitely, um, you know, he 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 has he has a like a, a connection. There's a channel going on between those yeah. two young. Rookies. They, they played on they played on the sidelines together during training camp. They were you know repping, they were bepping and tepping and odd bobs and bibs and boop, you know whatever British people would say. Um, right. So yeah. All right. Let's jump over. Dawson Knox. You know, good good play last week. You know, uh, you know, but not this week. Two weeks ago, ago right? Two weeks ago, yeah. Time, last time we said to play him, we said to, I said to elevate him, right? So, play well, him. Th- th- that's the thing. It's uh, you know, he he is touchdown dependent, and um, you know, the, one of the things the Packers do good is against tight ends. So I, I'm gonna go ahead and fade Dawson Knox week eight. Um, they they have so many weapons, and uh, unless he gets into the end zone, it it could be uh, you know a single digit he's not a volume guy yeah he's not a yeah. volume this is a 4.2 game potentially uh when you're looking at because he might get three three receptions you know 30 yards so maybe six packers points. are like top five with tight ends so i mean it, it, you're you, they are like that's one of the things they do well as a defense like it's yeah. like the only thing right now which if is shocking can, but if you can throw the football to stefan Diggs or gabe right Davis, you do that yeah it's, right that's yeah. Uh, Saints defense uh, going up against the, the we talked about it, the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, yeah, not not somebody I think you want to start this week at all. I, I like that. Yeah, Saints defense is is, is potential uh, eviscerate candidate, um, you know, and so and they were they were yeah. I was drafting all over um, yeah. in my drafts. And, uh, you know, I don't like overall. Yeah. Yeah, 22nd ranked defense. I mean, you know, Robbie's 94th. Taylor doesn't even have a grade. Yeah, no, no. It's this is this is yeah, this is not great. That listen, I like Tyron Matthew, but he he every week he does something stupid. So you can count you might catch an interception. Getting older too. too. Yeah, he, he makes a penalty, a bonehead play and offsides. He, he hits somebody out of bounds. So uh it blows an assignment. I, I like this call a lot. It might be a, De- a Devontae Adams Derek Carr. Uh, stack attack week DFS wise, uh, but that's just you know you you heard it uh, 
here and you're going to hear it later too. So, all right, uh, let's get Who to eviscerating rating. Oh, <laughs> you, you, dude, I've been waiting. Would you, if you have confidence, are you going to? Yes. You, yes. Wow. yes. Give up. Give up. I, Give I saw up. a tweet that said, somebody said that the Falcons have drafted two pass catchers in the first six picks the last two years and they throw the ball 13 times a game. Like, why are you wasting your time? And they're they're using them as blocker. Like it. I, I, listen, I'm not. Bo likes to hate on people and stuff, and I, I like that about him because you know ultimately you got to hate on things that are not great. Arthur Smith and how they're approaching this. They're 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 winning, but like, you, why did you draft him? Why did you draft Drake? Like, it doesn't make sense how they're playing football with their personnel. I mean, maybe with their 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 running game it does, but not with their passing game. They need to do more passing. So until they do more passing, you know, and I saw Dwayne McFarlane tweeted out too, like um, in, in a normal game where you're losing by double digits, you run, you, you throw the football 72% of the time, right? Mm-hmm. Which is normal. Like it's like, you know, mm-hmm. 70%. Of, they they did it 47% of the time they threw the football. They were running the football most of the time. Arthur <laughs> Smith is like, we have a better chance just taking away time. <laughs> Our team is better when there's less time on the clock. So that doesn't do good for Kyle Pitts. It's not helpful if you have Kyle Pitts. He is not just touchdown or bust. He is um, – that's it. He's touchdown or bust. And, and he's got one. So that's just – no, no, no. I have no draft capital on him. So I can look at it without being emotionally attached. He's not worth it. Now, keep him on your bench. It's fine. But don't play him at least. You know, pick mm-hmm. up somebody else. He's costing you games. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. uh, I, listen, man. Uh, uh yeah you have you you have no Kyle Pitts in any leagues that we're in together because I drafted him everywhere so you know uh, I so if you had Kyle Pitts you you would cut him like would you cut him for Greg yes. Dolchich yeah yeah I would I yeah. would yeah I yeah would. I mean, that's football. where we're at that's where we're at I mean it is what it is <sighs> uh, I, I I I I don't I don't know if I'm gonna Follow right, your I like one, you. but I mean, it's it's just so hard. But I mean, it's it really is. It's, it's, it's doom and gloom. Say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's it. All right, uh, Kenyon Drake. We talked about him. Eviscerate him. I put Jerick McKinnon on there, and he still played okay. He got a couple touches and stuff, but he got four touches. You know, and and they they came out and they wanted to make a point of it. They're like Isaiah Pacheco is the starting running back. It didn't mean much, but for McKinnon. It didn't mean much. It, it, McKinnon didn't mean much. For him. He, he was doing better before that, right? He just yeah. was. But Pacheco, I think, got ten points, something like that. Maybe not. It was maybe Sky Moore got ten. I don't know. What that offense is so hard to look at from a fantasy perspective, tricky. too, man. Cal- like it, it, it's, it's you, you have Kelsey. three running backs and three wide receivers, and it's just like you 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 it's can't. Like we, roulette with them every week. The only one we know is Kelsey. You know, and Juju's and Juju's. and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes right. too. Juju Smith-Schuster does look like he's finally, um, you know, starting to become what he was drafted to finally. be. Finally, yeah. So, all right. Uh, J.D. McKissick, dead. Get rid of him. It's yeah, I think so. I think Gibson makes it so you don't need him. We like, we like him in real life. We want to have beers with him, hang out with him, whatever. But not – yeah, he's not – it's not good. This is in the game right here. He doesn't have the football. He's on offense. He's on the ground. It looks like he's been murdered. And the other defender has the football. I think this mm. play was called back. So, um, but still, it's not good. It's not good. Right. Yeah. You saying I, Devin Duvernay too, huh? I mean, Peace he had a great out. chance. 
Yeah, peace out. Just, I mean, you got better players. If you want to pick him up and, and play him in DFS one week, you might get two touchdowns again, but he's not consistent. He's not something that you're going to be able to count on. Uh, you know, look at look what happened last week. Mark Andrews, 0. 0.4, points in fantasy, something like that. I mean, just insane. No, no, right. not, not, I mean, I mean, just insane. I don't even understand. Uh, but Devin DuVernay, he's not it either. Because if you think, okay, Mark Andrews got nothing, so that means it went to Devin DuVernay. You know, no. I mean, they're like the Falcons no. light. They just don't throw the ball a lot. And then well, you have Rashad Bateman. So listen, listen this is what's incre- incredible. They, they, they had a better passing game with uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown be- and, and Rashad Bateman start. And, and here's why Lamar Jackson is dropping back and he's just like running around for 20 seconds and getting sat. That's the stupidest plan. Right? If you're going to do that, fucking roll out, roll out. I'm with you. I mean, roll out. I don't understand. Right. Like if you're going to do that shit, Know the play is going to go long and design it to do it. Like it's just John Harbaugh, wake up, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm not even a Ravens fan. It just drives me crazy because they cut to them on, on and they're like they'll be like Scott Hanson, be like, all right, it's third and seven for for the Ravens. Lamar Jackson dancing around in the backfield, looking like RG three. Oh, he gets sacked. You're like, wow, you're the fastest guy in the NFL. How is Daniel Jones out rushing you this week? It does not make sense. So yeah, fix it, fix it. Um, and the Jets this week. No, no, no. Jets D though, man. It's a, that's a tough D to cut, man. Like they're doing really good. I mean, yeah. No. Okay. No. I'll I'll tell you why. And this is the thing. New England. I feel like they're going to pull their card. Zach. I think they will too. He will be exposed. And I don't yeah. think they can score. I don't think that's. I think they get uh, uh, ten points maybe. And I think that they remind. Bring Stevens. back Joe Flacco. That's what Flacco. they need to do. I should have put the Strava or Strava, whatever that guy. Yeah. I should have put. Did you see his? I, I yeah. said it, it to you. Yeah. Oh my god, he's yeah. so great. I, I I just loved it. He was like, I might go down and spend all my my paycheck on hookers on Emerson Street. Near <laughs> <laughs> so Parkway. We're perfectly living with my paycheck and spending on hookers. What do you guy. think, yo? What do you think, what Cleveland? Oh, you think about that game? We got me out. You should have won by more, but I mean, we squeaked out. Yeah, if we had Flacco, Flacco, you more squeaked you won by ten. You know, they you better bring, I, Honestly, they need to bring him back. Yeah, I love that, dude. I love that. That guy's my favorite. All right, um, all right. Let's jump over. We got stacks of cash tweets. We'll get out of here. Stop bothering you. All right, let's all do right. it. I'm so glad we didn't cross swords here in our stacks it's always disappointing if we do that um you i love your stack i actually was considering it, it was a little expensive for me a little, little pay up a little pricey uh you got 9100 and then you also have what uh 6100 so combined you know 15 two but i mean justin jefferson this arizona game it has got a high total uh what is the total by the way do you know the total i've not looked at it i was trying to find the total have they come out yet like when i looked earlier i couldn't find it so no i don't, I don't... always bring them out but i'll look i'll look uh yeah, I mean, I, I would expect this game to have a high total. Um, you know, a uh, couple mid Ds, um, you know, a couple offenses that are capable of putting points on the board. Uh, and, I mean, it's, it's you know, Vikings coming off a bye. It's go time. 49. Yeah, 49. And yeah. 48. Uh, I, said, I said 50 over 50 for the Raiders game. I was wrong by two. But guess what? It's going to go over 50. So you're wrong Vegas. Put it on the receipts, Vegas. I will call Vegas out if I need to. Well, um, I mean, this game, though, uh, yeah, 49. So there you go. I mean, the, Vegas has got this game shooting. The biggest, um, the 
week. I like it. Yeah. So I, 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 I love this. I mean, you know, what, whether he, whether he gets you 20 or 30 to me is the question with Jefferson. Like, yeah. you know, his floor is so safe. And then I think Cousins, you know, he like maybe he connects with Irv Smith, like maybe he connects with Thielen, you know, like you 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 could get, you know, combined 60 points, I think, pretty safe with the diamonds, Cash's diamond stack of the week. You know, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I do love it. Oh, you know, what? I forgot. I have an updated graphic. Uh, I had the wrong graphic in. So let me put it in. It's, it's the same graphic. But oh, wait, that's even the wrong graphic, too. Look at me. There we go. I, I'm I'm working it. I'm trying to figure it all out. All right, no here we go. Though. Yeah, uh, I, I I love your sack. By the way, I went a little cheaper and I went with Tyree Kill and Tua against Detroit. It, it just was too juicy for me. Uh, exactly. They're both priced both both priced down a little bit. It's five hundred dollars cheaper. And Tyree Kill, he's not matchup proof forever, but like, dude, man, he is just he is just the man. Like, I love Tyree Kill. It, it just makes me so happy to see him balling out every single game. It doesn't matter if he's in Kansas City. It doesn't matter. He's a, he's the sixth best wide receiver. Yeah, that's, that's where he is in fantasy scoring. You know what I mean? Like, uh, sorry, that's last year. I'm giving the wrong data. Yeah, he's uh, like three right now. Three. Uh, you sorry, still have sorry. Cooper Cup and Stefan Diggs I'm coming sorry. off buys at one and two. Yeah, one and two. Yeah, he's averaging 22 points per game. It, it's just it, it's crazy that he's this cheap too. Um, because if I'm it's, so right now he is. 58, 8,500. That's not, that's not bad at all. Just Jefferson Adams, Cooper, right. You said, yeah, all of them more expensive than him. And he's got a great matchup. I love this matchup. He can get you two touchdowns for sure. So uh, I'm rolling with that. All right, let's get to your gold stack. I think I talked about this earlier. Mm, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I think that this is going to be one of those kind of weeks. Uh, the Derek Carr, Devonte Adams connection will be there. Um, you know, I think he had eight receptions this past game. Like, uh, I, I think the chemistry is building between these two guys. I mean, like, you know, they've, they've, they've had a relationship, you know, they went to college together. They love each other, but you know, you, you have to play together and I, it, it's happening. So I think that this is going to be a week where they're, they're, um, you know, they're just dialing up plays. I think Derek Carr is just realizing like, it doesn't matter where I throw it. This guy gets the ball. And, um, you know, I think I could see this game being a, a really fun game to watch as well. Uh, and I just I, I wouldn't see why, you know, Devontae Adams doesn't get, you know, one touchdown at least. I, I like the at least part that <laughs> that's fortuitous because you want that in stacks, you know. Oh, yeah, man. You want that yeah. double touchdown performance dude, to win in a oh, GPP. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And Adams right now, wide receiver six. So, right. I mean, not that far off of, of previous past performances, um, you know, doing well. All right. Uh, let's talk about Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, same game. I think this game pops. I really do. I know they played terrible, but I don't think Miami's defense is as good. And Amon Ross comes back. You got Jared Goff. He's super cheap. Amon's a little expensive. You know, I mean, they he, should he get has Swift back, too. Right. It just it opens up the offense. And um, I love the fact that, you know, he's going to be kind of under rostered, you know, because he's he's coming off a couple injury, a couple games, the injury and then the, the you know, miss game because not the miss game, but the buy. And now he's out the game. People are not going to trust him. So he's sixty nine hundred. He's, he's so low. You know, he's so low. So even if you don't play this stack, play Amon Ross St. Brown this week. 
Um, I'm with you. Right, let's, let's get to your silver, by the way. Silver. Silver, man. Let's do it. Did Danny Dimes, Dan, Daniel Jones. I, so I mean, yeah, man. You know, uh, I just think there's so much upside here. Um, you know, maybe Saquon, you could get a, a passing TD for some absurd amount of yards off of that. Um, but, uh, you know, barring uh, Wandale Robinson having an injury, you know, there's a questionable tag on him right now. I really like Daniel Jones. Um, and then a 4,700 price tag on Wondell Robinson, who had, I think, in the first half, didn't get targeted in the second half. There was, you know, um, you, you know, he did get like dinged. Um, but, uh, you know, the first half usage, you saw that they are desperate for wide receiver and he's oh, yeah. good. He's, he's yeah. fast. He had, I think, six targets for like 50 yards in the first half. Well, you're looking for GPP upside. It's it's not um you know you're not you're not going after you know somebody who is like you know Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. You're looking for those cheaper you know under five k receivers who could get get you there. Honestly, so, so, silver stacks are like the way a lot of people cash, man. Like when you're I, in GPP, smart you know? plays, really. Right. So no, I, I really like it. I I can't believe you undercut me because I went Jameis and Olave. You know, it mm. just. Jameis not going to be rostered. You know that he's cheap. He's fifty five hundred, uh, and then Alave is priced down too because you know they're stupid. So eleven uh, three, not bad, not bad for the for the silver stack. A little more expensive than your stack. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I almost made Saquon and Daniel Jones my diamond stack. So <laughs> it's 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 crazy um, where you just stack people like it's just two players away. Um, and, and you're at the, at the bottom with the silver sack. So that might be just telling me Daniel Jones is the play this week um, because either way, Seattle is, is 32nd against the, the running back position. So they're going to give up either it, it, against the run. They're not good at gap control. They're not good at, at manhandling defenses or, or the offensive line. I know the Giants are a little banged up on offensive line, but still, this is going to be. Uh, a game for the Giants, and, and I mean, and uh, why, why isn't Daniel Jones going to run for a hundred yards again? Like I know, I have know, That's third downs, right? They're, they're going to have, have third, third downs. They're going to have know. third downs. I love that. That's a great. That's a great tweet. They're going to have third downs, right? Right. They're going to have third downs, honey. Come on. The thing about right. it is, what he means by that is, when you have third downs, everybody comes in. The gaps narrow. Um, there's different. Uh, alignments. I, you, know, we, you and I both played football. I'm on the O line. You in the running back position, wide receiver position, etc. Quarterback maybe. Uh, and so when you get into third down, you all get closer together, and then you go uh, forward and down. Dale Jones bootlegs like a motherfucker, and then he just goes, or he reads the D end, and then he just goes. And sure, he falls down after 40, 50 yards, but still. I love it, man. I love, 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 love. So, all right, let's get to three tweets because there's some things I love. Let me ask you, which one do you want? Do you want your your um your written your written one or the New York? Are no, you I'll New York save City? that if I win. I'll save that okay. if I win. Okay. So this is from Mike Collins. This is welcome to New York City, and I've got it. Oh, ready. and uh, NSFW, not safe for work. Listen, if, you're, turn, if you're blasting this. Is, this. Listen, this is, I haven't, I have not fucking cussed the whole fucking shit yeah. show. But now I'm fucking <laughs> dropping bombs like you don't fucking care because this is not safe for work. So get your kids off air. Danny Carter's kids always listen to our show. Danny, earmuffs. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Put your earmuffs on. Sit down. Sit down, Wilson. Sit down. 
I saw the beginning of this, but I knew you sent it to me, so I didn't watch it somewhere else. Welcome <laughs> to New York City. Sit down, Wilson. Sit down. Ah. Oh, no. When Wilson's pants are coming off. Come on, sit down properly. <laughs> I ain't wearing no pants today. Go fucking wear no pants, Wilson. <laughs> Pants on the ground, pants on the ground. I don't even call that. You have some, Wilson, have some. I ain't even calling that. Wilson, have some. This is 49th Street. He's drinking. I've been drinking all day, Wilson, have some. I'm not fucking playing with you, Wilson. Have some. I'm fucking saying have some. I'm fucking saying have some, Wilson. Wilson, make me drink all day, Wilson. But crack it. Why? Why does he call him his female mannequin Wilson? Is that from Castaway? Like the volleyball? Is that yeah. Yeah. stealing he, that he, name? Wilson. Yeah, he, that, <laughs> that that is hilarious. And uh, I'm scared of New York again. I still have not gone, and I continue not to go. Um, all right, so I, I posted this mostly just to show you, um, because you know I don't care about anybody else but you. On on all, listen, I want everyone to know this between you, me, and everybody else. Twitter, you know, this show, all about Mike Collins, man. Like, if you want to know, like, what most of my tweets are for, I go, hmm, what would being Mike like? And then I tweet it. You know, that's honestly how it goes. So now I'm not saying Mike speaks through me. I'm just gonna say. Uh, Mike is is a huge influence. So I knew he would love this and it would make him laugh. Did you watch it when I sent it out or no? I did. I did. Okay. Isn't it hilarious? I, I, it, it's, it's wild. It's, it's definitely wild. good three tweets material. It's perfect three tweets. So uh, uh, a second react, but still, um, this is Kanye. I want to set the stage here. This is Charlemagne uh, talking about Kanye's reaction on a different show to him talking about his relationship to Pete Davidson and his ex-wife, um, you know, so it's it, it's a little he said she said back and forth, and then they explain it. So uh, let me just set that up, and here we go. The guy got on drink champs. He said, "Charlemagne, you know, he gonna go on air and be like, man, I'm gonna paraphrase it. Kim is with Pete because he got a bigger dick. Why are you talking about another <laughs> man dick on camera?" You heard me tell you this story last year, right? When me and Kanye got into an argument, he called me uh, last November. He's basically trying to get me on board to shit on somebody he knows is my friend, Pete Davidson. He's like, oh, we got to save the new Marilyn Monroe. Talking about Kim. And I'm like, yo, you know Pete is my friend, right? Finally, he goes, my wife is out here fucking a white boy with a 10-inch penis and you won't help me? My wife is out here fucking a white boy with a 10-inch penis and you telling me that's your friend when you're supposed to be tortured? <laughs> He's screaming on the phone. So entertaining. Yes. Entertaining. Hilarious. What am I supposed to do but laugh at that? So I want you to I feel like Kanye right <laughs> I feel like Kanye. I don't know if this was last year when I did this donkey of the day, but I say to him, don't don't make me tell everybody why you really mad. And there was articles and people was kind of knew what I was referencing. Yeah, yeah. But the reason I keep bringing up Pete's penis on the radio is because I know it fucks with you. <laughs> All right. And you said that to me. Yeah. But he gets on the interview and acts like 
He don't know where that came from. The yeah. motherfucker is a master manipulator. Man yells, my wife is out here fucking a white boy with a 10 inch penis and you won't help me. I'm like, what, does, what does that even mean? Somebody help. Somebody help. Like, if she can't handle the 10 inch dick, I know I can't. The guy. <laughs> That's my favorite. If she can't handle it, I can't. So who can? That is crazy. Like that's all I. That's all I. I get from that is is Pete Davidson has a ten inch penis. Like that's wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Skinny guys, man. It's always those skinny guys. Yeah, yeah. I think you win. I think you win. By the way, um. So let's let's blow your tweet up. Um. I think this is hilarious. This guy is this guy has been on a roll lately. His name is John Hislop. Yeah. And uh, this was the first tweet I saw of him, but he's doing this every day now. Uh, John Hislop today could be the luckiest day of your life. Only one way to find out gambling. It's so deep and true. Like, <laughs> it makes so much sense, dude. He's got so oh, many God. of them. That that is my favorite one. So but funny. he's got he has been doing them every day ever since I saw this guy. He's got so many ones like this. They're great. Yeah, I'm all in. I, I just followed him, retweeted. Uh, well, I love it. Uh, if you if you love the show, please do like, subscribe on YouTube on. Uh, uh apple uh itunes uh, whatever it is apple podcast google podcast wherever we can be found uh and then also please do follow mike and myself uh he is if you don't know it's right above him here on the show it's the ralph macho and then i am nimble w numbers false both uh and we'll see you guys next time uh, when we head into uh now the halfway point of the season crazy we'll be back with the half halfway report kind of when we hit you with the first part uh, in, in the in the breakdown. So, uh, Mike, I'll let you get us out of here. War in week eight. Peace and love everywhere else. I love it.